Welcome to High Caliber Dating and Relationships. My name is Michelle Wax, and throughout this time together, you'll learn how to stand out in a crowded dating world and build the confidence, mindset, and practical strategy to catapult into a great relationship that lasts. I've worked with hundreds of people across the globe on transforming their dating and relationships to a high caliber experience where they feel energized, supported, loved, and excited for life. I'm so excited you're here. Let's jump right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I am really excited to be getting into the best places to meet people in person. Now, this is a question that I get a lot, both with my clients and with really anyone that I talk to just out in the world, is I often hear, I don't know where to meet people. I don't know where to meet people. I don't know where to meet people. Now, the beautiful thing is that people are around us all day, every day. So there is a lot of opportunity to meet people um, out in life, right? And out in person. And really why this matters is because so many people talk about wanting a great story of how they met their person, how they met the love of their life, right? You want an interesting story. You want a story when people ask you, how did you meet, to be interesting or exciting or a little bit different, right? But how often are you actually putting yourself in situations, in experiences, right, at events, things like that, where you could actually have a good story of how you met, right? And so really this does take a good amount of confidence, right? It takes putting yourself out there in a way that can often feel uncomfortable, that can lead to a feeling of rejection, right? Or as I like to say, redirection, right? But really with meeting people in person, There are certain things that you can do, and I'm going to get into this a little bit later on, to make it so that there isn't as much pressure attached to the interaction as we often attach to it, as we often attach to it that makes it feel really scary or intimidating or nerve wracking or like we simply can't do it, right? And so um, I also recommend, you know, putting yourself in opportunities to meet people in person for two reasons. Um, The first is that it's always good to have different streams, as I like to call it, of dating, meaning a lot of people are on the apps and are online dating, of course. But it's good to, in the same way you would like diversify your portfolio of investments, right? Or like say that you are applying for a new job and you would apply to probably a good amount of companies, right, to kind of diversify. It's also good to have that diversity in dating. And dating is one of those things where it's a bit more of an art than (laughs) other areas of life. And we simply never know when we're going to meet our person. We simply never know really how it's going to happen either, right? It could happen in a way that you expect, like through a dating app or online, or it could happen in a completely unpredictable way. One of my favorite stories to tell is one of my friends who actually met her husband when she, she lives in Philadelphia and she kind of lives like out in the, or at the time she lived a little bit outside the city. So she was waiting for the train to go into the city 
and she saw an old coworker on the platform of the train, right? So they're they're both waiting for the train. The coworker is like a little bit further down the track, so she could have easily ignored him or just like not said anything, right? Just looked at her phone and whatever. But she was like, "You know what? Let me just go say hi, see how they're doing, you know, have a pleasant conversation." I think they only had a couple stops to go until um, her stop. So it's not like it was going to be like an hour long conversation on the train or anything. And so she goes over and she says, hi, how's it going? Right. And it turns out her old coworker was with someone with a guy who they end up chatting and they end up going on a date and dating and getting married. And if she had never gone over to that old coworker and said hello, right? Kind of put herself out there. She didn't have to do it. She could have easily looked at her phone. Who knows how they would have ever met if they would have ever met, right? And so there's a lot of power in having the mindset and belief and really approach to life to stay open to the possibilities all around us all day, every day. It's very easy, of course, to just be looking at your phone, right? And not really interact with people. but the unexpected moments in life, right? The moments that change everything, they happen when you're open. They happen when you do something a little bit differently than you normally would, right? And so I wanted to start off today's episode with that because it's it's really, really exciting when you start to approach life and, and dating with that mentality. The second piece of why it's so important to also be putting yourself in situations where you can meet people in person is that we pick up on a lot of things below the surface subconsciously when you're actually in someone's physical presence. So really what's happening is that when you meet something, your body, your mind is picking up on a lot of things energetically that wouldn't be possible entirely through an app or through the computer, right? Or through a more 2D experience. And so you're actually getting a lot more information. You're getting how they make you feel, their energy, right? How they're interacting with people, their tone of voice, right? How they're using their body language, right? And we get a lot more information when we meet someone in person. And so often, right, I've, I've had this happen to me and many of my clients have had this happen as well, where you can meet someone on an app, right? And they're kind of, you know, they're just okay, the the texting is okay, but you decide to go out with them and you grab a coffee or a drink and you get there and their energy is like awesome. And you're like, wow, that was a great date. I was not expecting that almost, right? Because the 2D experience was, was a bit flat. And then on the other end of that, right, you could have someone who's super responsive and they're asking you questions via text or via the app. And then you get in person and it's like, oof, (laughs) whoa, right? It's a completely different experience because we didn't necessarily have those subconscious cues um, to really pick up on. And so it's not to say that dating apps are bad or or online dating is bad, right? I know so many people who have met the loves of their life through those platforms and they're awesome because you are able to meet a lot of people that you wouldn't be able to normally, right? There's a lot of opportunity there. But when you meet someone in person, it's good to just diversify. Again, we're diversifying the dating experience and that portfolio. All right. So before we get into the top places to meet people, I'm going to do this for both men and women. 
because it's a little bit different. So I know I have um, both men and female clients and listeners. So I want to touch on both. But before we get into that, I want to share the top mistakes that I see people make in this area. Just so if any of these relate to you or resonate with you, you can, first of all, become aware of it, right? Not to say that like you're doing anything wrong or anything like that, but I just want you to become aware of these because these often inhibit us from meeting people in person in a natural way or frankly at all, right? Um, And if you find yourself, you are, you know, going out or you are doing in-person things, but you don't find yourself meeting anyone, this could be a couple good things to look into. And as always, right, if you need support and help and coaching in this area where it's like, "Mm, this is really a struggle for me or "Mm, I really don't have confidence, like talking with someone in person freaks me out or I'm super scared of rejection or like whatever it is you're going through, please reach out. We'll hop on a call, see where you're at. And it's a really great time of year because we're starting the new year soon. It's a fresh new year, 2023. If you're like, hell yeah. I'm ready for the relationship. Click the link in the show notes and let's schedule a quick call and we can chat about where you're at and what you want to create in the new year. All right. So top mistakes that I see people make. Number one, expecting people to come to you without any type of cue or sign or signal, meaning you go out to an event or you go out to a bar or to wherever it is you're going in person and you are closed off in your body language or your facial expression or you're not really talking with people besides the person that you came with or even if you do go solo, you're not really being open to meeting new people and different types of people. So expecting people to come to us and not do anything at all happens rarely, right? And I know this often gets misconstrued because in the movies, right, we see <laughs> we see like the guy approaches the girl or the girl approaches the guy, right? And then it's just this instant connection, this instant thing. But if you notice a lot of the times in movies, right, they are having this moment where it becomes a little bit uncomfortable at one point, right? Or there's like the opportunity for the other person to look away or to not smile back or to not make eye contact. And so meeting people in person and connecting with them and showing interest is a bit of a vulnerable experience, right? Especially if you're doing this for the first time. And that's really where I would love to support you in this because this is something that I was freaked the hell out (laughs) when I first started doing this in my own life because I grew up, I was very shy, I was not outgoing. um, And I wanted to meet people in person, but I really had to, at the start, like face the rejection, right? Face the potential of someone not responding well or any of that. So you really have to, in the same way that you don't know that person that you're interested in or that you think is hot or whatever from across the room or next to you, right? In the same way that you don't know them, they also don't know you either. And so in the same way that all human beings are scared of rejection at a core, core level, they're also scared to be rejected, right? They don't necessarily want to come up to you without any type of signal or cue that you're at least open to talking to them, right? And so that's why I encourage you to use more subconscious cues like your body language, like eye contact, right? 
making sure that you are putting yourself so that you appear approachable, right? You appear friendly, like they're not going to walk over to you or start a conversation. You're just going to shut them down right away. So this is something to become aware of. Um, and to kind of take a look at yourself in the mirror, like your natural kind of expression on your face and also your body language and all that when you are at an event, right? Maybe even one of my friends used to do this where, you know how like if you're at (laughs) an event, it has to be at night, but like you can see your reflection in the glass, like if you're in a building or wherever you are, right? Sometimes even like restaurants and bars, they have like mirrors just catch a glimpse of yourself, your natural state, and see if it looks approachable, right? And if not, start to make some tweaks there. Okay. The number two mistake that I see is people saying that they want a great story. They want to meet someone in person, right? They want some interesting meet cute or first time interaction, but you're not actually putting yourself in situations that could create it, right? And so if you want something different, you have to do something differently, right? And so being able to put yourself in situations that, yeah, they might be uncomfortable or they might be nerve-wracking or you might feel your heart racing, But what lies on the other end of that hello or that conversation or that moment where you hold the eye contact a little bit longer than normal, right? Or you smile at someone, right? The other side of that moment could be the great story, right? It could be the relationship. It could be the love of your life, right? And we just never, never know. And the more that you put yourself in those situations, the more comfortable it feels, the more natural and normal it feels. Okay. And the number three that I see people make a lot in this area is having certain expectations or pressure on the situation. So what I mean by this is you go out to a bar on the weekend and you expect to meet someone there. You expect to meet a guy. And if you don't, you're really frustrated and disappointed. But you didn't actually talk to anyone, (laughs) right? Or honestly, even if you did, right, you're still expecting it to lead somewhere. The pressure and expectations will mess you up every single time. One of my favorite quotes is, trade expectations for appreciation and the whole game changes. Because when we trade our expectations for appreciation, we are able to appreciate what we did experience, what we do have, what did happen, instead of focusing on what we thought might happen or what we thought should have happened, right? Or what didn't happen, right? And we have the power to flip our mindset, to flip our focus on into, right, what we can appreciate. All right. Now, I talked about this in a previous episode, but we have this uh, area in our brains called the reticular activating system that is a collection of neurons in our brain stem that really filters your world to what you're focusing on and what's important to you. So the more that you focus on what didn't happen, what should have happened, but it didn't, and oh my God, blah, 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 right? You're going to filter more of that into your reality. But if you start focusing on what, okay, 
I went out, I had a couple conversations, right? They didn't lead to anywhere, but now I feel more comfortable approaching people. Or now I feel more comfortable making eye contact for a little bit longer than I usually would, right? Or maybe you just had a really good drink, or maybe you just had a really cool conversation with someone who you weren't romantically interested in, but they, you learned something new, or you heard a funny story, right? Or whatever it may be. Your brain is going to, again, it's going to filter more of that in. It's going to filter in people and opportunities and experiences that can lead to more of the good. All right, let's get into the top places to meet people in person. All right, so the easiest thing to remember when we're thinking about where we want to meet people in person is if you're a woman, think about where do the guys go? And on the flip side of that, if you're a man, think about where do women go? Now, the caveat to this is I want you to go to or put yourself in places, right, that you're going to enjoy as well right? Don't just go to some event or something because you think guys are going to be there, right? That's again, that's putting an expectation. That's putting a pressure on the situation. But I want you to think about, I'll give you an example for my own life. So back when I had a cookie catering company here in Boston, I was a startup company and I was, you know, obviously trying to get the word out and um, have people know about the product and try it and buy it and all that good stuff. And so at the time in the startup community here in Boston, it was very tech focused, right? There were a lot of tech startups. There still are, right? But now there's more events for food entrepreneurs. At the time, there weren't really. And so I found myself going to a lot of tech startup events, um, like startup pitches. And that's, if you're unfamiliar, it's where you pitch your product, you pitch your business to an audience. Um, And generally at those type of events, you could have like a table or a booth where you get to share with the audience before or after the presentation. So I'd go to like a lot of those or go to networking things that were more tech focused. And what I found is that the majority of the people at those events were men. Okay. And of course, I'm not trying to stereotype or anything like that. There are, of course, women there as well. I was obviously there, right? But heavily skewed towards men. Okay. And so that was one of those things where I met plenty of men at those type of events, but I also enjoyed them as well, right? Because I was in the startup world. I got to share my product, right? I enjoyed hearing about other people's products as well, but I also got to meet a lot of guys and not all of them I wanted to date or even go on a date with, right? But I immersed myself in that type of event. So This is what we want to think of when you're thinking about expanding your streams of dating, right, from apps or online dating, and you want to start integrating more in person, is where does the other gender go, right? Or if you're dating women, if you're a woman, you're dating women, or you men are dating men, it's a little bit different, obviously. But often, my clients are women that are looking to date men and men dating to date women. And so think about where do they go, okay? But also think about what am I going to enjoy or what can I find value in as well? So in case you don't meet someone, right, or in case, you know, you don't have that expectation or pressure, 
where you walk away and you have this bad mindset or negative mindset of like, oh, I didn't meet anyone, blah, 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 I was wasting my time, all that stuff. Okay, we don't want that. It's not the vibe. It's not the mindset that's going to create opportunities in your life. The other thing I want to mention too with going to in-person events is everyone that you meet, whether it's a guy or a girl, right, a woman or a man, you don't know who they know, right? You could meet this awesome person who they have a brother that's single and they haven't really been on dating apps and they just moved to the city, right? And they're looking to date, but they haven't really like started the process yet and they introduce you and who knows, right? You just, you just never know. And I stress openness and opportunity and possibility and really shifting your mindset into that. Okay. So places for women specifically. Something I recommend for, for both men and women is to become a local somewhere. What I mean by this is we all have certain like restaurants or coffee shops or shops or places that we frequent, like breweries, right, more often than not. Maybe it's like your local um, neighborhood coffee shop or the bar down the road from you, right? And what happens is that my boyfriend is a bartender, so I know this very well. I've seen it in action many times, is that there are certain locals that go to establishments, whether it be, and if you don't drink, it could be a coffee shop or, you know, something else that you go to. The locals come and you get to know the people that work there. They get to know you, right? They get to know your name. They get to know that you come in all the time, right? Ideally, make sure that you're tipping these people well, of course, as well, right? And what happens is you're going to meet other people that also go there all the time that are also locals, right? And what happens is that this community forms where, I see this at the bar my boyfriend works at, where someone comes in and literally everyone sitting at the bar is like, oh, hey, how's it going, right? And it's not like they're all best friends, but they know who you are. And when one of their friends comes in that hasn't been in before, right, they introduce you. And it's this very natural way of meeting people when you are a local somewhere. Okay. So that's something to think about. Where can I become a local? Where can I get to know the people that work there? Right. Where can I build a bit of community? So that's for both men and women, obviously. Okay. Um, Something also for men and women that I recommend is to join an organization where you have opportunity to meet people. So if you're specifically a woman, I would look at things like a professional organization that relates to your career or your work. Um, Maybe it's an alumni group from your college or school that you went to. Something where it's not going to be specifically geared towards women. Of course, those those can be valuable to meet friends and stuff like that. But if you're specifically looking to date, right, make sure that it's something that a guy would consider joining as well. So this could be a professional organization. Um, I know like here in Boston, we have a young professionals org where they do a lot of events with both men and women. Um, It could be something related to like an alumni group. I know personally, uh, I went to UConn and they have like a Boston alumni group where there's a lot of guys that go to certain events and meetups for them too. Um, So if you're a woman, definitely something to look into. Um, Next up, Join a sports league. Now, this doesn't have to be anything like intense. It can be very, um, you know, like beginner level if you're not super sporty or super athletic or anything like that. 
But join a sports league that's co-ed. This allows you to meet a lot of people. And normally people that are joining solo or they don't already have a team, right? They're open to meeting new people. Okay, next up. Okay, next up, if you are, I mean, this, honestly, this could also apply to men as well. But for women, if you go to a gym, say hello to people at the gym. Again, just like you, that look, becoming a local vibe, right? Get to know the people that work there, right? Say hello, ask them how their day is going. If you see someone more than once there, like say hello, get to know them, right? Put ourselves out there. Um, the next one, a bit more obvious, right, is going out to a bar or a restaurant and talking with people there. This is where if you find yourself going out like on the weekend or whenever you go out and you don't tend to meet anyone, right, this is where I'd really recommend looking into are you expecting people to come to you without any type of cue or sign or signal, right? Um, and there's there's a lot there, but that's for another day. <laughs> Um, another place to look into is local events, right? So you can use websites like Eventbrite or Meetup or even looking on Facebook, like a local Facebook group. Um, I know there's plenty of those here in Boston where you can find events. And again, thinking about what would I enjoy, but also what is going to have guys there, right? Think about it. Um, and then there's also, <laughs> this is where like, approaching someone in everyday life or like saying hello, it requires a good amount of confidence to do so. I just have to say it there. Honestly, I really had to build my confidence to be able to do this. Um, This is something I work with my clients on is building confidence to be able to, if you see a cute guy or you see someone who you're interested in, right, you can actually say something to them, right? And again, not have so much pressure attached to it, where it feels like life or death, or you feel like you're about to pass out when you're going to go talk to them, right? We need some levity. We need some lightness. We need to release the pressure attached to it. Um, so places like, quite frankly, think about where men go, right? Places like Home Depot, which I know <laughs> might sound stereotypical, but you go in there and quite frankly, there's a lot of men, right? So again, go where the men are. The more that you can be Just like I mentioned before, like that tech event, those tech events I would go to, the tech startup events, right? The more that you can be the minority, if you will, minority being a woman with a bunch of men, you're going to stand out more in a good way, okay? All right. Now, um, the last one I have for now is to get involved in some type of class or like learning experience or um, workshop series. Um, I'm thinking about something that you're interested in um, that like I'm specifically thinking about where I used to live in Somerville. There was this, uh, I forget exactly what they call it, but essentially you were able to do, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on. Basically you could sign up for it was like a kind of like a maker's space and you could sign up to learn about woodworking or um what were some of the other classes um honestly I'm blanking on it but kind of looking into <laughs> spaces where you know it's something that you're interested in maybe it's learning um some type of art or some type of 
like building something or creating something, right? If you have a creator space around you, look into that. Um, and um, I was going to say something else on that piece, but I'm blanking on it. So we will circle back if I remember. <laughs> okay. So let's get specifically into places for men to meet women if you are a guy listening to this. So in the same way that I was talking about for women that you want to go to where the women are, right? We want to be the minority in a good way. You want to ideally have more women there than men, right? So you, again, you stand out, you're more unique, you're more approachable, right? The first that I would recommend is yoga or wellness activities or classes or experiences, okay? So the reason why is that these just generally skew more heavily towards women, right? It's just the fact of it. And you don't want to approach people in a creepy way, of course, right? But if you're the guy in the yoga class, right, and you're a friendly guy and you chat with people, again, you get to know the people teaching the classes, you get to know the people working there. Maybe you go to the same class a couple times and you see the same people, right? Say hello. Say how's it going. Start up a conversation, right? The thing to remember is that with both men and women, we generally would love if someone started a conversation with us, right? Generally, I mean, unless they're a creeper or like a weirdo, right? If it was a hot guy or a hot girl, we would love to start a conversation. Honestly, even if it was just someone that was like friendly and nice and, you know, asked how we were doing, right? How often does someone ask how you're truly doing out in the world, right? (laughs) That genuinely means it, right? So be open for that. Okay. The second thing I recommend, now this is my personal experience from the events that I ran through my company, but what I would recommend for men is to go to speed dating events. Now, what I personally found, and maybe it was because of the way that I branded the event or um, the people that were drawn to me, right, or the experience, but I found that there was always a wait list for women but men were kind of like late to the game and signing up. Like I had to promote it a bit more to men to have guys there. And so personally, I have found in my experience, this might not be the case for all events. I do have to say that, of course. But I found that um, women tend to gravitate more towards that or they tend to be more open towards it. Um, So if you're a guy and like, Let's build up your confidence if you don't have it already, right? Let's work together um, to be able to go to an event like that and meet a lot of great people because it's a really great environment to do so in. Um, And then also going to, just like I said with women, right, going to bars and restaurants, becoming a local, like I said before, right, really joining an organization, right, where you're going to be able to meet women, going to events. And also getting involved in some type of like class or thing that you're interested in creatively or you're interested in learning more about, right? Do some research um, on what's available in the area. And the thing I want to highlight here, of course, for all these opportunities of meeting people is you never know who you're going to meet, first of all. You never know. But also, you never know um, who they know. 
right? You never know what a connection could be made, or maybe they invite you to something else where the love of your life is. So the biggest thing with meeting people in person is to stay open, build up your confidence, right? Really prioritize this in your dating life because it gets more comfortable. It becomes a normal part of who you are the more that you do this. And it's how you're going to have a great story of how you met your person. Okay. Um, and as we, I want to share this story because, so first of all, I did, um, I, <laughs> I just want to share this story because I think it's just kind of funny. And it was one of the first time, first times that I ever talked to a guy like that one, eh, I guess I did in college, but it was really like a random guy that I talked to and it was so nerve wracking. So <laughs> Um, when I was working in at my um, startup job in Boston, so this is like before I started my own companies, I was probably 23, 24, and I was working in downtown Boston, if you're familiar with the areas, like right by the garden, so kind of like near the North End garden area. And um, so whatever, I'm with two of my coworkers, two of my friends, we're eating lunch, it's like a beautiful day, we're outside on the Greenway. And I see that there's like this guy who's doing the landscaping that's just so attractive. I just, I couldn't even handle it. I was like, wow. And so I'm staring at this guy. I'm telling my friends, my friends are like making fun of me or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, this might be the oddest guy I've ever seen. And so <laughs> I, I had like a really strong urge. I was so nervous, but I was like, I feel like I have to give this guy my number. I just feel like I have to do it. And so I walked across the street and so we're on this like Greenway Park thing and I walk across the street, I go into this gelato shop because it's kind of like the little Italy of Boston um, where we were sitting near and I asked them for a napkin and a pen because we were at lunch, I didn't have anything. And I literally write my number down and my name down on this napkin. And so the way that it was set up is we were kind of across this Greenway Park so I was seeing him from afar. And so the direction of the office to go back into work was towards him. So <laughs> we start walking across the park and my friends are hyping me up and they're like, yes, 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 right? Give him your number. And so <laughs> I walk across the park and I like my friends kind of like go slightly ahead of me. And I look at this guy and all I say, because I'm so nervous, is hi. And I give him my number and I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've gotten much better of the, at this over the years, of course. But um, I was so scared and nervous and my heart's racing and whatever. Okay. So I go back into work. Now, I am much more confident today than I was back then. I, I feel like I was a lot more introverted and shy and like not confident then. And so I go back and I sit at my desk and, you know, it, it was a startup company. So it's kind of like this open office plan. And one of the sales guys comes back in who was kind of outspoken, like kind of gregarious, like very funny, right? Very just like charming type of guy. And he yells across the office, Michelle. And I look up and I'm like, yeah. And he goes, did you just give the gardener your number? And I was like, yes, I did. And it was one of those moments where like everyone started like laughing and they were like, woo, right? 
But it was just one of those moments where I was like, yeah, I guess this is what I do now, right? And so what ended up happening, if you're curious, is no, this was not the love of my life. (laughs) But what ended up happening is I didn't hear from him for about a week and a half. And then I got this random text one day and I turned to my coworker because I was at work and I was like, oh my God. And she asked me what? And I said, he texted me, the guy from the Greenway. And so we went on a couple dates and it was a great time. Like we had a blast. He was really great. But he ended up moving down to the Cape, which is, you know, probably like an hour and a half from me. So, um, you know, it fizzled out after that. But it was really just a good story. And it got me into the mentality of you just never know, right? And on, on that other edge of feeling scared or feeling nervous or not feeling confident, right, could be a really great story. So the biggest thing that I want to leave you with today is when you're meeting people in person, when you're putting yourself out there, the biggest thing is to release the press pressure attached to the conversation. Release the pressure attached to the uh, interaction, to the event you're going to, to the experience, right? To the date even, release the pressure. Because the pressure is what messes us up. The pressure is what makes us feel disappointed or aggravated or sad after the date or after the event when it doesn't go like you thought it would. Release the pressure and meeting people in person will become a lot more light lighter. It'll become, you'll feel more free, right? And make sure to trade all those expectations you have for appreciation of yourself, of putting yourself out there, of taking the time to do this, right? To taking the time to prioritize what you truly want in life, which if you're listening to this, I would think, is an amazing relationship that lasts. And I want to invite you, as we close out the end of the year or we head into the end of the year, that if creating an amazing relationship is a priority for you in 2023, to book a call with me and let's chat about your relationship goals for the new year. Let's talk about how we can work together to prioritize this in your life, to release any of the blocks that are currently inhibiting you from meeting the love of your life, And to really elevate your confidence, mindset, and practical strategy in order to create an amazing relationship that lasts. I will leave you with that. Click the link in the show notes. The link is there to book a call with me. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review and shared your takeaways and what you enjoyed about it. If you are interested in exploring working together one-on-one, I would love to invite you to book a call with me by clicking the link below in the show notes. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon and I'll see you in the next episode.